Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Hello and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Adi Fred Max. Today we are going to be looking at environmental awareness and protection that will lead us to the International World Environmental Day on 5th June 2020. Now the UN Environment Programme annually organizes events for the World Environment Day which encourages worldwide awareness and action for the protection of the environment. The theme for the World Environment Day 2020 is Time for Nature with a focus on its role in providing the essential infrastructure that supports life on Earth and human development. Today, we shall focus our environmental conversation on e-waste management. It's important to note that the National Environment Management Authority, NEMA, the institution charged with regulation of waste management in Uganda, conducted a needs assessment survey for e-waste with support from the United Nations Industrial Development Organization, and has taken severe steps to address the emerging concerns. NEMA is also working closely with the Ministry of ICT, National Enterprise Corporation, and other stakeholders who form the National E-Waste Steering Committee to set up a sustainable National E-Waste Collection and Disposal Center at 6th Street Industrial Area. This facility is expected to be in operation sometime later this year. I'm privileged to be speaking to a senior environment inspector from the National Environment Management Authority, NEMA, on the subject of e-waste management in Uganda. Nasa, you're most welcome to the New Vision podcast. Kindly introduce yourself and tell us what you do with NEMA. Okay, thank you, Max. Um, my name is Nancy Alimadi. I work with NEMA as a senior environment inspector. Let's begin by going into the legalities or the law. Do we have any law in place to govern e-waste management? And I mean from the producers and manufacturers of these products in Uganda that end up into e-waste. Um, you posed a very nice question. Of course, we also have the legal backing as the authority. Industrialization is revolving every day. The other day we saw um, a phone facility opening up and we are flagging out number of funds. So we expect this to come to the public as well. And that, that is also an increase in the potential e-waste. But NEMA recently revised the Act, the NEMA Act, the National Environment um, Act, number 5 of 2019, and has brought out clearly the aspect of extended producer responsibility. We have all these industries that are coming up and are producing electrical and electronic equipment. So we are also urging through the law that uh, there should be a take-back system where you're producing a phone, but you should come up with a system of taking it back from the public. It's been done elsewhere, and I think Uganda can take up. Thank you, Nancy. I know that as we are talking about e-waste management, someone out there listening could be already asking themselves, what is e-waste anyway? So kindly take us through what e-waste management is and why e-waste management now? First of all, why e-waste? We have quite um, large volumes of e-waste. According to the UN Environment um, Assessment that was done in 2017, Uganda alone has about 25,000 tons of annual growth of e-waste, and that ticks the clock. And of course, um, globally, we now realize that um, e-waste is one of the fastest 
growing streams of waste and Uganda is not being spared with this. And when we speak of e-waste, the common understanding is um, the computers that we have at hand, um, the phones, but e-waste goes beyond this. It comprises of most of our household equipment actually. When you look into your fridge, at the end of its lifespan, it is waste. You have microwaves, at the end of its lifespan, it is waste. The television sets that we keep on changing. The other time, I burned, a few years ago, we had um, the one with the big bucks. Now everybody has flat screens. So the question is, where did the cathodes go? Yeah, And of course, we also have a brief theory of how everybody is keeping them at the backyard. Because we, we, keep, we have some sort of attachment to e-waste, where your phone, even if it is, um, you know that it's not going to work, but you keep it in the drawer. We have um, batteries, car batteries. Each time you go to the garages, you tell the mechanic, oh, put it at the back of my car. You carry it back to your garage. So e-waste is as broad as that. And it is with us. It is within the environment. It is within our households. It is within our offices. And that calls for attention now. Thank you, Nancy. Now, in 2017, the UN Environmental Agency survey estimated the stock of e-waste in Uganda at an annual growth rate of 25 tons. Now, this is 2020. So, my question is, what has NEMA been doing to try and manage e-waste as the collection center is in process of starting work? What is being done at the moment, there's been a directive that has been passed for all institutions to stay their waste wherever it is, that is number one. But as you, you also brought it up, um, NEMA in, is working with the, the local governments also mm. to ensure that um, this waste is not disposed of, mm. but people stay with this waste. Mm. And also we have, um, of course, the PPDA Act, yes. which does not um, allow entities to just dispose of part of this waste. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. Now, we know that institutions have the bulk of e-waste, but we also have those at micro, household, or individual levels. What is being done to help them in managing e-waste? For example, has NEMA sensitized people on separation of wastes, such as plastics, glass, metal? Max, I like the way you ask your question. You ask and then you answer yourself, which is very interesting. (laughs) Uh, well, given the concerns of uh, the, the current topic at hand, e-waste, we, we, we know that uh, it has um, a lot of components, but uh, straight to your question is um, right from household level, I think we need to start practicing separation of waste because from point of generation, you have to separate what we call the hazardous waste, which comprises of the e-waste. If need, at least we should put it aside. We don't mix it together with the domestic waste as has been the practice. And of course we have been doing it, but unknowingly. I told you of batteries being in the backyards and, and the fridges being stored. We've been actually separating, but unknowingly. So now that we know that there's a danger according to it, please let's continue to separate and keep this waste aside until the government is ready with this entity and then we can carry it to, for proper management. Nancy, let's talk about scrap business and their relationship to e-waste management. 
For a certain group of people, scrap collection is a business. And once NEMA's e-waste collection center starts work, how will these scrap business people be incorporated into the process of e-waste management? Can, can I say something about the components of, 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 of e-waste specifically? Yes, you've brought in the aspect of uh, scrap collectors. If you take note of what the scrap collectors actually have in their vehicles, already the dismantled bit of, if any, of the e-waste. But the dangerous component remains with us, and that is our target now. We need it collectively because once you dismantle it in an environmentally unfriendly manner, then the exposure is high. That is our fear now with the informal sector because uh, the dismantling is being done haphazardly without any protection. So the exposure, first of all, the health exposure is high and then the environmental exposure because once you open up a computer, there are gases in the computer and they end up into the environment or you end up inhaling it. So we, we are trying to cap that, that down by removing it away from the population. Nancy, the dismantling process at the e-waste plant is a critical component in this case. And what happens after dismantling? In dismantling, we shall separate. If it is, contains a component of the plastic, you, can, you separate, you shred the plastic, and the plastic now can be taken to the plastic recycling plants. The metallic bit can be carried now and taken to the scrap industries. But now there are those other dangerous components, like the hazardous materials that will remain and that is where I think we have major concerns. Uh, the lead materials, uh, the mercury materials, um, barium materials, indeed. Those are components. At the moment, um, Uganda may not have the technology to handle, but we intend to package this and um, probably export to other countries with better technologies to handle such components. And that is the component we are trying to avoid from going into public health, from going into the environment, because we know they have um, health impacts, they have uh, environmental impacts, they can enter into the food chain if left you know, into the environment. Studies have already indicated, of course not from Uganda, but uh, traces of lead in some food components like yam when you consume in certain areas, and all those come from e-waste we are talking about. Nancy, thank you so much for your time on the New Vision podcast. Now, in your parting message to our listener, what advice do you leave us with as far as e-waste management is concerned, even if it's at the individual level? As technology grows and, and, and technology has a high affinity, everybody's running towards it. We just know the, the volumes of e-waste is also going up. And... Um, as the authority and as NEMA and as any other entity and the stakeholders would appeal to the general public that uh, proper storage, first of all, is to separate them from the other waste, store them well. When this center is ready, kindly bring them to the center for proper management and final disposal. As we head towards the International World Environment Day on 5th June 2020, our theme for this year is Time for Nature. So, remember to be kind to the environment. We've been speaking to Nancy Alimadi, the Senior Environment Inspector from the National Environment Management Authority, NEMA. For more podcasts, 
please visit www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts. Let's connect on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at ad underscore max. That is A-D-I-I underscore M-A-X. Stay safe and God bless you. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world.